From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. And welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, weary traveler. Hang your cloak on a stool, or on a peg rather. Hang your cloak on a peg, grab a stool. That's what you want to do. Grab that stool and come gather around the fire. There are stories to be told and you are among friends. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is standing by and in hour one, we're going to conduct a remote viewing experiment and I want all of you involved. So grab a notepad and a pencil. That'll come in handy and Douglas will give us a crash course in remote viewing and uh, then we'll do the big reveal at the end of the hour. Hour two... Dr. Douglas Cottrell stays with us and we'll do predictions for 2019 because it is really ramping up around the world. Uh, geopolitically, of course, Paris is on fire. Great tensions. Albert and I were talking about this off the air. Tensions along the, uh, the Russia-Ukraine border, of course. So uh, your predictions for 2019 will also open up the phone lines and if you have some of those, we'll take them and we'll go around the table and get predictions from in-studio here as well. Before that... Let me introduce the boys in the band. Behind the big audio board on the Gibson Les Paul guitar. That's the Sunburst variety, I think you have, right? It's the Sunburst? No? Oh, well. <laughs> Faz is uh, standing in quite capably for uh, Ian Robertson, who's off tonight uh, gigging around. Is that what he's doing, Faz? Is he gigging? Does he have a gig? Playing his fine rockabilly music somewhere? All right. And here in studio, my story producer on the Rickenbacker bass guitar, Elbert. Uh, and my live stream producer on the Hammond B3, Ryan. He's around here somewhere. A gentleman, welcome. Uh, just a, a, a note, no live stream tonight, but we will post the audio to the YouTube channel within uh, a day or two. Okay? No live stream tonight. Whenever we're in studio, we have uh, some Wi-Fi issues. Uh, but when I'm at home, at the home studio, we'll do the live stream. All right, everyone, grab that pencil, that notepad. We're about to undertake a remote viewing experiment live on the air. And Dr. Douglas Cottrell has an object on his desk at his home in London, Ontario, just a couple hours down the uh, the road from where I'm sitting. He's about to give us a crash course, as I say, in remote viewing. And we'll all try and uh, transcend time and space and identify that hidden object and uh, as I say, Douglas will reveal the object at the end of hour one. Now, if you want to participate, uh, I've sent out a, uh, a hashtag, TCS, the initials for The Conspiracy Show, hashtag TCS Remote View. And throughout the hour, we'll, we'll read off some of uh, your uh, attempts to remote view this hidden object. All right, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is best known as a trans clairvoyant, He's a spiritual healer, teacher, published author, who demonstrates many abilities studied by noetic sciences, the study of consciousness, including clairvoyance, telepathy, energy healing, remote viewing, prediction, and prophecy. He's one of a select few, able to demonstrate all of these abilities and even fewer who are considered a reliable information source. He teaches people the world over about spiritual development through the practice of meditation and the application of spiritual principles in daily life. He's also running a remote viewing course, and we'll get details on that. Would you like to be a remote viewer? You can learn. Douglas firmly believes this, and he can teach you. Uh, he is the author of uh, a number of books, Secrets of Life, The Complete New Age Health Guide, 
the new earth, a prophetic view of our future, gems of wisdom, conversations with the Akashic field, and many others. Always a great pleasure to welcome back to The Conspiracy Show my friend, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Hello, Douglas. How are you? I'm fine tonight. I hope you can hear me. Uh, That's quite an introduction. I think you've been saying things like that for me for about, what, 20 years or more? Uh, Wow. Yeah. Um, Let me see now. Going back to probably the mid-90s, maybe even closer to 23 years, I would say. Mm. Well, I got a surprise the other day. I was talking to somebody in Spain, and I was referring to a trip that they had made when they came to Toronto. And I sent them a picture uh, of the CN Tower, and they said, "Uh, my, how time flies. That was 11 years ago. And I almost hit the floor. I couldn't believe it. And so here we are. I was listening to you talk, and it's it's always a pleasure to be on your show. Uh, We go way, way back, uh, and we're going to do this experiment tonight. I thought as a tribute to uh, George uh, Janescu, we would talk about that remote viewing experiment that uh, impromptitude on your show. And uh, you can remember uh, he was on the way home, and you asked me to send him some spiritual healing. That's right. Let me just, for those uh, who are are not listening to us on the flagship station, uh, Zuma Radio, uh, George Janescu, the host of Big Band Sunday Night, uh, with the the program, the fine program that precedes the conspiracy show. And uh, George just passed away about two weeks ago. Um, That's right. So he, this was many years ago, he he had a bad back. And um, he he didn't know this was going to happen. Uh, but on his way home, he used to listen to the show on his drive up to, to Barry. You came in that night, and um, I mentioned to you that he had a bad back, and you, assuming that he was listening, you were sending out some, some healing energy on live on the radio. And, well, he, we didn't know that George, what was happening, but George, on the way home, wasn't listening to the show, so he had no idea what was happening. Uh, he, he, he told me the next week when he came in that he felt this, almost this burning sensation in his back between his shoulder blades. And he thought, his first thought was he was having a heart attack. He pulled over. He, he wasn't listening to the show because he, he was on the phone, on the cell phone with his, uh, with his son. And, uh, he pulled over, got out and leaned over his, the hood of his car, thought, thinking he was having a heart attack. Whatever that sensation was, it subsided. He drove home. The next morning he got up, the pain was gone. And then when he came in the studio the next week, and I told him what happened, I brought him into the studio, live on the air. I played the clip from the previous week of you on the air, sending out that healing energy. And he, I tell you, he practically fell out of his chair. (laughs) Well, I remember when we talked to, when we spoke to him at a later date, um, I had actually said on the air that the heat was going down his spine and he's probably thinking right about now that he's having a heart attack. And that's exactly what happened. It, it, it wasn't, um, it was a, it was one of those things where we both assumed that he was listening to the show and that he would, uh, hear what was going on and he would feel the sensations and everything would be kosher. Unfortunately, he had no idea, and well, when I, that healing energy went through him, as as you just recounted, right. it was a startling uh, effect. Well, it was almost better that he wasn't listening to the show, because that way, he had no idea. 
uh, you know, so there's no power of suggestion there. Do you know what I'm well, saying? He was totally well, yeah. oblivious to what was happening on the air at the time. He just knew that he had this sensation in his back. Anyway, I, George was a, a, a big fan of yours. Um, there was another incident. I, uh, George was suffering from vertigo. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were here live in studio, and, and, and there was some hands-on healing. And uh, George just uh, was a great believer in, in everything that you do. And um, Well, I think you, yeah. you think you remarked to him about... Uh, 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 are you going to continue taking your medication? And, and George said, "What for? I'm I'm uh, I'm healed," and he never did. And on another occasion, when we we're in the studio talking to him, uh, the, the vertigo had just dissipated and gone away. There was another time in Spain where you asked me to, when I was in Spain, rather, and I sent energy to him. He had a bit of a of a serious illness, and we were able to help him. This particular uh, ability of, of remote viewing or distant healing. It's all the same source. And I remember, you know, making predictions for you when, when we first met. You were pretty skeptical about me, I think, when we first met. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, quite frankly, I, uh, I'm i not a big fan of psychics. Um, and I've said this to you. Uh, I just, I think most of them are, are frauds. And, um, you know, that, that doesn't mean that I don't believe in that some people have psychic ability. I just, I... I mean, believe me, as a talk, produce, talk radio producer, I've seen so many of them, and they mm-hmm. just speak in vague generalities. But you weren't like that. The, the, the moment I heard you on air, you had me. So there we are. Listen, let's well, get to our remote viewing experiment. Okay. You have so ha- uh, you have an object on your well, desk, I, right? Yeah, I have an object. I just wanted to set it up a little bit by saying, uh, uh, you know, the ideas as we just mentioned. A lot of people who profess to be uh, have abilities or intuition, uh, really in, in their own mind are the world's greatest intuitive. But, uh, when it comes to evidence, because my motto is faith is built upon belief and belief is built upon evidence. And you remember that first remote view experiment we did where we had a, an object on my desk. I think this was the very first time that you actually participated in it. Uh, and I'm going to let you tell the story because you say it so well. Do you remember what exactly happened at that very first time with that round object? Well, I came pretty close. Um, it turned out to be a uh, kind of a travel clock, and it had a white face, black hands, and kind of an orange or red uh, body. Face. Um, I think the face was white, but the the other part of it was was orange, right? Yeah, it was an orange travel. The outside was, you can buy them in the dollar store. Right. They're, they're orangey red. That's and, exactly uh, right. And uh, I I described, I don't know that I actually named what the object was, but I said it's a donut, it's it's orange, I see white, I see black. Um, I was. I think I was all around the target. but I, And you got, you got the shape as well. Yes, mm-hmm. right. And uh, then there was another one. Uh, we, we've done two or three. Yeah, there was another one where you were looking at my... A little bag where I have a pendulum, and you saw it very, very clearly. That's right. You That's saw right. the you saw the the pull string on it. It looked like uh, stitches or or a string to you, but you saw that very clearly. That's right. We did another one live on coast to coast. Yeah, that was a pretty amazing experiment too. It was. I don't think I was that close that night, but we had so many listeners calling in. Who it was like a red fire truck or something like that, or an ambulance, well, and so well, many people. Yeah, let me let me just jump in and say, uh, I'm at my home office. 
uh, and I have a brown desk, which we have this object uh, on the desk right now. I've got to, we've got to take a quick time out. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that story when we come back. But you've got this object on your desk now. If people mm-hmm. at home have a pencil, paper, those of you who have already perhaps uh, uh, been involved in remote viewing, if you want to get to work right now and start focusing in on that desk in London, Ontario, where Douglas is. But we'll come back. We'll give you the coordinates, and he'll give us a bit of a crash course. And then we'll do the big reveal. You can hashtag us uh, or with your um, with your results at hashtag TCS Remote View. Hashtag TCS Remote View. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no-obligation quote. 1-800-910-2969. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-910-2969. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-910-2969. 1-800-910-2969. You know that feeling. That knot that materializes in your stomach as you drive away from your house to begin a two-week vacation. By the time you hit the highway, worries are running through your mind. Did I turn off the coffee pot? Did I lock the back door? What if the house burns down? Thankfully, there's a cure for this same old panic attack. House sitting. If you don't have a neighbor to keep watch over your home while you're away, a house sitter can really help your sanity. There's a company that can match you up with someone who will look after your home, and more importantly, someone with whom you'll feel comfortable. House Carers has been confidentially and securely matching homeowners with house sitters for nearly 20 years. And they have pet sitters, too. It's peace of mind as you enjoy your time away, and House Carers takes care of your house, pets, and plants. Find out more at clearbroadcast.com. That's clearbroadcast.com. Clearbroadcast.com. The owners of the system are asleep. Now we can play. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome back. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is here, and we're conducting a remote viewing experiment. Let me just finish that thought about the Coast to Coast show, Richard, because it helps people. We've had a lot of comments come in about that. Uh, I was mentioning that the experiment was to uh, look at an object that I had on my office desk, and somehow there was a mix-up, and you that object was revealed to you prior to the show. Yes. And so I had to come up with a substitute, and I put that Rubik's Cube, which was the original object, on my desk at home, where I am today in my home office, and I took this little uh, red ambulance, a little dinky toy, and I put it on my desk, and we did the show. And about 50-50, uh, the callers came in, and they were identified, including you. You were looking at this little ambulance. You got a lot of hits, the little blue color, the round wheel with a little chrome in the center which was the hub and you got the shape and the color 
And a lot of people did that. Some, I think one caller actually saw it as a little dinky toy truck. Yes. And another, uh, the other side of the coin is that the other 50% saw the Rubik's Cube at my home office. That's right. That was the previous object. It wasn't revealed to anybody else except the producers at Coast. And as you say, inadvertently, it was sent to me and it wasn't supposed to be because I was involved in the experiment. I was going to participate. But you left the Rubik's Cube on your other desk. And that's what other people were seeing when they were remote viewing. And we got, I don't know, dozens and dozens dozens of of hits on the Rubik's Cube. So that proves the double-blind experiment that remote viewing in the way I teach it or the way we're going to do it today. Of course, we have no guarantee what the results are going to be today. But people from all across North America were able to push their mind to my desk. And I had two at the same time with two objects on the same time, two desks that looked the same. That was an amazing, amazing experiment. That should be the one that goes down in history about provability that remote viewing really works because I, at the time, forgot that the Rubik's Cube was at home. It wasn't until the next day uh, that my son reminded me that it was on my desk. I was excusing it, saying to people, well, you're going back in time. You're, you're seeing the first object uh, clairvoyantly moving back in time because that was the original object to those who, who did. But then I didn't quite feel good about it. But when my son said, it's on your desk in your office, Dad, that's when I was amazed. So that particular experiment was the class AAA double-blind experiment without you and I having set it up. There you so go. tonight's object, it's a small object, half the size of my hand. It's got a distinct shape or shapes. So I'm looking at it right now. I've got the light on top of it, and I'm not sure if that's too bright a light, but I'm just going to tilt it a little bit. It's on my brown wooden desk, the same, so people can focus on the brown to get their mind here to my desk and then they can look at this shape. I'm looking at it right now. There are a few colors, but there's one distinct color, and there is something that's very distinct as you look down from the top that you should be able to see the shape, you should be able to see some color, and you you might be able to get really close and see exactly some of the detail in this object. It is not an object that would be normal on my desk. So this is how we set it up. We tell people because their intellectual mind's going to jump and guess. I don't want you to guess. I want you to tell me what you see when you call in later if you're participating. It's an object. It's on my desk. It has a shape. Now, you might not be able to see it clearly exactly in detail, but you may be able to pick up some shape, some color, or some size, or some reference. I remember at one of those experiments, you saw the outline of that bag, and you could see it as a wiggly line all along, all around the outside. I described it as the way that the end of a towel looks when it's all rolled up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to make it very clear to people so they don't think that this is like looking at a picture. You're not using your eyes. You're using your mind. And I want you to tell me what you see in your mind. This is the secret. This is the number one called understanding to remote viewing. You tell me what you see in your mind, and it's not vision like you're looking at. It's not. It might not be sharp detail. In time, it will be. Right, right. Okay, now, in time. Albert, Albert, my right producer, now. Albert's sitting across from me. He's got his pen and his paper. I'm going to encourage Albert, because often, Albert, you just you don't guess, but you you try to name the object. Don't do that. 
What no, Douglas is saying is you got to see the texture, the shape, the color. Don't try and put it together in your head and say, oh, it's a pine cone. You've got to see the texture, the color, the shape. Right, Douglas? That's exactly right because you. this is how the ancient kahunas would see visions. It's how I do things when I look into people's bodies and I see their illness or their problem. First, I see an outline of the person. Then I see a section of the body. Then I go further into the body, and then I see where I'm supposed to look. I let my attention guide me. I let my attention guide me. So when you do that, you're not guessing. And the, the first thing people would say, oh, it's a paperclip. Oh, it's a stapler. No, it's none of those things. It's, it's a desk, but don't let your intellectual mind interfere with your intuitive mind. You're looking with what I call the contemplative mind, and that allows things to form. So if you see the shape, that's a hit. If you see a color, that's a hit. If you see more detail, that's a hit plus. And it's like the thing where you did with that travel clock, Richard, you saw the, the donut shape, you saw the color, and then it was closed at the time, but you also were able to look inside and saw the white face of the clock and some black lines, as you described it, as I recall. Right. So you were focusing in and going in deeper and deeper, and that's what I want the folks to do tonight. This is not magic. It's not guesswork. It's not coincidence. Do you need to give us some coordinates? Well, I'm in London, Ontario. I'm in my house on Pine Tree Drive. That's as much as I'll say because... I don't want people lining up at the door next day unless they want to give me checks or money or something. But it's on my desk. It's a brown desk. There's a light across from me at the 12 o'clock. I'm at the 6 o'clock, and it's it's in plain view. I just spent the last hour cleaning off my desk and preparing for the experiment. So, you know, tomorrow I'm going to have to hunt all over and try to find where I put all those papers. Sacrifice. <laughs> Such sacrifice. Thank you. I appreciate I, that. I, I, I'm glad you took it that way. That's what I wanted you to hear. So I'm looking at it very intently now. I'm going to tilt it a little bit towards me to take the glare off because I'm, I'm concerned that the glare might be affecting it. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to turn off the light completely because my attention is saying that this is a bit of a glare and that might be interfering. All right. So, so now, now that's better. Now, now we have the overhead light shining on this object. It's right. not as bright, but it's important that the object is lit up because people are looking in their mind, and I wanted the light to, to shine on it brightly, but I think it was overdone tonight. So take a deep breath. Whoever is doing this out there in, in Radio Land, take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Allow your mind to come to my desk here in my house in London, Ontario. Look down from the top. See through the house if that's where you are until you arrive at what would be an old desk, which is kind of brown and it's got faded light and brown color on it, as I'm looking at it right now, and then allow this object to form. Allow it to form. Hmm. Can I give you some initial thoughts? Sure, go right ahead. All right. And those playing along who are participating at home, I don't want to throw you off here, but what I'm seeing... Let me say one thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, Folks, right now, it's almost too late. Uh, the first impression that you that came to mind, that's the one you stick with, the first impression. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you came up with a paper clip or some, you know, into, uh, some guess. Right. 
I want you to give me your first impression. We're almost too late now because we, we've done it for a couple of minutes. But your first impression, allow it to form, allow the, allow the shape and color and detail to come to shape. Okay, what'd you get, Richard? Well, I'm, I'm seeing, um, it's funny. Uh, yeah, it came to me, you know, we just lost uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, and, and that, that line that he said, a thousand points of light, remember that famous speech, a thousand points of light? Mm-hmm. What I'm seeing are not a thousand lights, but I'm seeing at the end of, um, I don't know if they're, they're just very, very slender, almost not like hairs, but some these these tendrils almost coming out of something, and whether it's the light from the desk that's reflecting off of them but i'm seeing like this reflection of many many little tiny lights okay and um it, it's it seems like it's these tentacles that are coming off are almost like i'm thinking like, like almost like a sea urchin kind of thing but it's overall the, the shape is spherical so these ten, these tentacles are all coming out like uh from from the center but they're forming a sphere and i'm seeing uh, I'm seeing what I'm seeing is 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 uh, almost like a a, a, a phosphorescence, um, like a I'm seeing purple or a magenta. Uh, that's what I'm seeing mm-hmm. at this point. Okay, well, when the light was on, that might have caused that reflection to show. But this is a solid object. Uh, but it's it's not a trick object. But it's uh, it's something solid. And I'll give it a little more, and it has something attached to it. So you might be seeing that reaching on the attachment. But what shape, if you were to describe the shape, which you've already said is a spherical shape, um, uh, looking from above, I think that's possible. Hmm. But it's a small object. I can hold it in the palm of my hand. All right. Uh, let me just let me ask Albert. Albert, just give me, don't give me a guess, don't say an object, just give me impressions, texture, colors. My, my aesthetic impact is dreamy. Um, and I would say like hairy, mushy, metallic, edged, semi-hard, circular. Uh, I, I did make an ALL guess it, it would be a tea candle, but, uh, you know, I just keep getting like a round ball coming out of the ground. But uh, okay, okay. Well, some of the things you said are hits. I I, I know remote viewing works. Like if if you're in that zone, you're a hundred percent right where you feel that connection. But I'm just, okay, Albert. Albert. Yeah. Now you're now you're trying to defend your position. Don't do that. <laughs> just tell me what tell me what you see, old buddy. What do you you got you you you, you when you see it, you're all going to go like, oh, I should have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> so. So uh, you've seen a round object uh, uh, and sort of a dome, and so has Richard, and it's got that sort of shape. That's right, but it has other shapes. So, and, and the colors are, you know, you're picking up on the colors too. I also get a dreamy feeling, like for aesthetic impact. I, I, well, I, I'm looking at the object and sort of the part of the object, well, you know, it could be kind of dreamy, meaning like a, a little bit of a... Of a, of a um, uh, uh, what would we call it? Not a translucent color, but a little pastel color. But it's more. There's more detail. To it. But tell me what you see, Albert. Richard, tell me what you see. Mm. People out there, tell me what you see. Don't take a guess. Just spit it out. Oh boy, um, I think I'm. I I think I'm way off. 
It doesn't matter. Okay. You, you know, you know what, what I'm, you, you know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing, I'm still seeing those little tendrils coming out of something. Mm-hmm. Um, um, then go with it. Okay. They're, 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 they're blackish. They're silverish. That's again the light, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. The light's off now. But right. That's, that's close. Yeah. Um, but they're not attached to a. It's not a ball. It's more of a a, a disc. That's and, correct. And they're uh, they're around the edge of the disc. Those things that that's are coming. That's correct. And um, there's co- something coming up through the center of that as well. Um, okay. Okay. What is it? What does it look like? What you know? What it looks like? You know when you it's it's something you'd find in a workshop when you're trying to sand something and it's you put it on the end of a drill. And it's like a wire brush that that's on the end of a drill, and it's to clean off. Uh, you know, if you're sanding, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm seeing. And I'm, but I have. Mm, okay, I don't. Uh, that, I'm trying to look to see if what the image is, because it is an image. Can I can I go uh, to our our Twitter feed and and, um, and and mention some things here? Sure, maybe some folks can uh, respond to what they what they're looking okay, at. Okay, and, and you, you guys, Albert's doing well too, but you guys are holding back. This is the this is why I get paid for what I do, exactly. and what amateurs don't, because I spit it out. All right, well, um, well, I, I thought I spat it out. It's a it's oh, no, you did, you did. It's part I of mean, a. Uh, you, you, you guys are both. I know you're both holding back. You, you're seeing more things in your mind. You're doing. You're really doing quite well. The disc, the dome, the little thing on the sides. You, when you see it later, you're going to see. Oh my God! Okay, so uh, I'll, we'll also uh, we're coming up on the uh, the break here at the bottom of the hour, but I'll also invite phone calls uh, at four one six three six zero zero seven forty. I really don't ha- I don't have a prize for you, but you've got bragging rights. No, well, people, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm going to promote my new Earth book, which is we're going to do this for the next hour about uh, the prophecies. This book was uh, put together in 2011, and it talks about many of the things that you at the top of the show. All right, so we're going to uh, offer up a renewed. copy of that book. So, uh, if everybody, if everybody who participates, send me an email to info at douglasjamescockrell.com. I will take one out of the hat, and I will give them a free book. How about for the person okay. who comes closest on the, the uh, to identifying the author? Well, that, yeah, that's what I mean. They got to be closest to it, got and it. I'll put them in a hat, and then I'll, it's a thirty dollar value. Well, it's a thirty nine dollar value Canadian. Okay. All right, we'll uh, step away, just moments away from the reveal. Douglas James Cottrell, Canada's Edgar Casey, and our remote viewing experiment. Maybe a spinning top. Where there's smoke, there's The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome back to our remote viewing experiment, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Very quickly, uh, Douglas, uh, your remote viewing course, uh, what's happening with that? Uh, we're taking applications for the uh, uh, next course. The last one I did was in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, we had people from all across the U.S. It's a nine-day course. You have to apply. And if you want to go to my website, douglasjamescottrell.com, just click on Courses. You'll see my face with a video, and it'll ask you to click here to apply. This is something you don't just take. You have to apply because I want to make sure that you have the right qualifications so that the people who apply have clairvoyant ability, that they can uh, move forward in time, that they can see things at a distance. This is an all-inclusive course. This is much, much more. The people that usually come and take this course have been just about every place else. Uh, we had a... Uh, engineer from NASA in the course in Texas last time. We had a chiropractor. We had people from Tennessee who have taken 
there were Reiki masters that had taken other courses. So this is the course for people who have been around and are looking for that course. It's able to put everything together for them. And it's also uh, available for people who aren't quite up to speed when it comes to intuitive uh, aspects or courses. And that's why this application, uh, when they apply, I test them to see if they have the abilities. And so people who have that same ability to remote view or see in their mind, using their mind's eyes or mind vision, uh, through to some other things that I qualify them with, uh, they will be allowed to take the course. And I don't have any uh, schedule. It's like I'm going to put another one together in the new year. It might be the last one. I'm almost, you know, I'll be 69 the end of the month. And I was thinking today, Richard, maybe it's time to retire. I don't know, but <laughs> I know when you retire, you rust. So, uh, you know, uh, to those who have ears, beware that this could be the last one. And it, uh, we might do one in Fort Worth again, and we might do one here in Hamilton, Ontario, at the Mini Mansion Spiritual Center, which is a spiritual center and church that I founded in 2010, along with my late wife, in uh, remembrance of my daughter, Sherry Ann. So if you think you have ability, you want to be Edgar Casey, you want to be Ross Peterson, Paul Solomon, or you want to be Douglas Cottrell, or you want to be the next uh, sleeping prophet, as we're called, uh, this is the course to take. And uh, I think you will not be permitted to take it if you don't have ability. If you have ability, you will be given all the steps that I took uh, to develop to where I am. Of course, I've been doing this for 40 years, uh, but you'll be able to do it uh, the same as I am. We have proof of that. Uh, Ramstein Regalin uh, from the YouTube uh, videos, he's over 300 uh, YouTube videos of, of my work. He is now putting a course together, and he's talking to some of the students who are out there in the world actually practicing uh, either on their own or making a living at it. So he's putting this project together to show, to prove, if you will, that people taking the course can actually learn how to do this quantum meditation, remote viewing, clairvoyant aspects, and many of the other intuitive abilities, because we touch on all of them. All right, let me ask you something. I'm not doing this to toot my own horn. I'm not fishing for compliments here. Just, yes, I want an honest be, answer. You would be, you would be a, a prime candidate because that first image that you came up with with the travel clock, you saw the color, the shape, the size, you saw inside it, even though it was closed, and you were someplace, and I was 100 or 200 kilometers away. You'd be a prime candidate for that. And uh, besides that, other things you've done, uh, you know, the thing on the coast-to-coast coast where you were looking at that, uh, with all, remember, the more minds that are involved, think of it, it was uh, 1.8 million people listening to that show and that's a lot of confusion for people looking at the desk. But you were conducting the show, asking questions, producing the show, switching from the conscious mind into that, uh, I call it middle mind, from the rational mind where all the intellect and, and reasoning and deductive uh, qualities are to the contemplative mind, which is the intuitive mind where all the gifts are there. You were going back and forth. And I've noticed this. I mean, we've known each other a long time. Uh, and I've saw I've, I've, and things you say, even when you're not doing my experiments, you're on the show, the things you come up with, I know that you're switching from the intuitive, rational mind to the okay. uh, the intellectual mind to the intuitive mind frequently. And that's the thing I love. You'd be a prime candidate to do that. And you're not afraid to speak out. You you put it on the line in front of all these people. This is this is what the real this is the real test. When you're able to spit it out and you say what I see, honestly, even though it doesn't make any sense, 
then that's what it, that's what it is. You live with it. I, I was Ramstein Raglan a few years ago. I was talking about Alexander the Great. He wanted me to go and remote view his tomb, and I had said, he's not home. He's not there. There are relatives there, but he's not there. And recently, scientists have uh, validated. They've gone to the tomb. They found it. They've looked at it, and his corpse is not there, or his mummy's not there. He recently, within a few months ago, asked me, well, where is he? And I had said, he's in uh, the general area of wherever it was, and I can see a rock face that looks like the shape of an animal, a lion's head. Lo and behold, Tom at Ramstein Raglan is such a researcher and so precise, he found a tourist picture of a rock face that looks like a lion's head in the vicinity of where we had said that uh, Alexander the Great's tomb is. You could do the same, Richard, and the people who take my course can do the same because we have evidence that they can do it. But Ramstein Raglan, if you go and listen to his course, I, I'm not, they're just amazing the amount of research this man's done, and he's used these intuitive uh, quantum meditation sessions that I do. He pays for them, and he puts this together. And some of the things that we've come up with the Las Vegas shooter, we were able to see the hammer, the broken window, the extra ammo that he was all by himself. And that he wouldn't, and that there would never be an accomplice found. Well, there it was. All right, we're going to step away again for a break. This was a short segment. When we come back, I'll go through some of the uh, uh, the responses on uh, my Twitter feed at Richard Serrett uh, using the hashtag TCS Remote View. We'll also go to the phones, and without revealing it, when we come back, if you can say to me whether when I read these or when we hear them, if they're close. We'll take their information and we'll we'll uh, we'll send those to you, and then you can draw for the book uh, from there. Uh, but we will reveal before the top of the hour our remote viewing experiment again. If you want to get in on it with your um, results, four one six three six zero zero seven forty eight six six seven forty four seven forty, or you can send me a tweet at Richard Serrett using the hashtag. TCS Remote View. TCS Remote View. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. The owners of the system are asleep. Now we can play The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. All right, welcome back. So, Douglas Cottrell. Canada's Edgar Casey, the last of the sleeping prophets at his home in London, Ontario. He has an object on his desk. He's asking us to remote view that object. And I've asked you to tweet me at Richard Serrett using the hashtag TCS Remote View. We also have people on the line. Now, Douglas, I'm going to mention these. And then if these people have a hit, just say that's a good one. And then we'll put them on hold. We'll get their email address and we'll send that to you. And you're going to do a draw. What is the book again? Uh, it's called The New Earth. It's a $39 value, uh, and it's uh, it's all it's a book of predictions, world events, uh, uh, just jam packed full of prophecies made in 2011, and many many of them have come true in this book uh, concerning the environment that we live in, the world we live in, and of course there's many more. This this includes some of the major situations in the world can i send you a picture of this the picture of the object yeah yes please do okay, okay. let me run through some uh, here on the twitter feed chili tonito says an egg nope 
Victoria Grant, a snow globe with a snowman inside on a black base. Wow. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, Mojo Family says an orange. Nope. Mike in Manitoba, I believe that is, a white round hand mirror. Uh, it's white and it's round, would be kind of close, but it's not a mirror. All right. Is Okay. Do you want... Okay, let's go to the phones, and uh, let's say hi to Audrey in New York. Audrey, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Hi. Hi, nice to hear from you guys. This is a great show. Thank you. Whereabouts in New York are you from? I'm in New York City. Beautiful. My favorite city. I just city. want to let um, Douglas know that I'm blind, and um, 30 years ago I took a course called the Silver Mind Control Method. It's Jose Silva. I'm not sure if you're familiar I, with I am, it. I'm very familiar with it, yes. And most of that, or a good part of that, is about healing. And mm-hmm. whenever my fam, someone in my family says they have a backache, they have this ache or that ache, and it works on myself, it's usually gone. I usually sit, go to level, and I heal them. Terrific. Very good. So, wow. you, I you... know all about what you're doing, and I just wanted to share that. Um, I guess I see the object on your desk um, that it is round and um, that it was flat. I was going to guess something like a hockey puck something. Well, you know, that's pretty close, but uh, it's not black like a hockey puck. But, uh, Richard, if you've seen the picture, you can see that... Oh, hang on. You know, Let me see. I haven't uh, checked my email yet. Well, yeah, you did I, say that okay. it was white since, so... But I do see... Aha, uh-huh. I know, see... That the, okay, so I see the picture. You know what? That Wow, that's pretty... See, uh, see, the, little, see the little things on around the outside that you yes. were talking about? Yes. Okay, not, not to Boy. give it away. But this lady, you're absolutely right. It's round. Uh, I was going to guess, you know, like what you put in the 45 RPM records, you know, in the big halt. That's pretty close, too, actually. Yep. Do you think we should at least put Audrey in the draw? Absolutely. All right. So, Faz, we're going to put you on hold, Audrey. Faz will take your email, and then uh, then we're going to do... And I would be interested in not a book, per se, but if you have it, like, on a thumb drive or an audio book. Ah, Good point. Now, those, those are in the those are in the works. George Janescu was working on uh, such a, a book for me, uh, my Secrets of Life book, and unfortunately, he didn't get a chance to complete it. But we're in the process of doing that. It'd make a great gift for for a friend, Audrey, if you win. But we're, we're going to put you in the draw, yeah, okay? So can, we'll put you on can. hold. Sure. And uh, great to hear from Audrey in New York City. All right, let's say that hi. Was real, that was really good for somebody who's blind. That well, I'm looking at the picture. I'm going to show Albert. That's the picture, Albert. Don't say anything. That's what oh. uh, the object is. Now, remember I told you, you guys are going to be saying to yourself, ah, because you both picked up on pretty good, pretty good detail. See I the think, little, well. See the little top of it there where it was a little dreamy, that, that, uh, as uh, Albert said. But anyway, let's go to the, let's go to the phone. Okay, let's say hi exciting. to um, Shirley in Hamilton. Shirley. Hi. Hello there. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Conspiracy Show. Thank you. Um, I think I'm wrong, but I was getting a clear. Whoops. What happened? What happened? Oh, I think Faz, did you dis- she disconnected. No? Okay, we lost Shirley. If, uh, Shirley, call back if you can. Sorry about that. Melanie's in Toronto. Melanie, welcome. Richard and Douglas. Happy Hi. holidays. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. Happy, Happy Hanukkah. Thank you very much. And Merry yeah. Christmas. Yes, Melanie, what do you yeah. see as your remote well, viewing? Well, when you first started uh, talking that you will do the remote viewing, I saw something still very around, like a, like a coin, you know, like a silver coin. 
But it wow. has some indentation, wow. like round dots on it. Yeah. And then something like a matchstick, you know, like a rectangle matchstick was sticking out um, from it. And something was shimmering and had um, like a reddish smudge on it. Hmm. I think that's a pretty good hit. It is. It is a very good hit. Several, All right. Several, several hits there, the shape, the size, uh, even some of the color. Uh, if you guys are looking at it, you can see that the color down in the middle uh, the, the bottom half of it is, is what she's describing. Right. And that thing on top, um, it's what, what you describe something shimmering, that yeah. with the light on, that might have made that thing shimmer. Mm. Uh-huh. Well, I think we need to put Melanie in the draw, too. So, Faz, we're going to put mm-hmm. Melanie on hold and take her... Uh, I email. can't wait to, 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 for, for what you're going to review. All right. Okay. Well, I think you'll be surprised there, Melanie. I have a distinct shape, so, yeah. Yeah. We'll post it on the website, too. Uh, it'll be up shortly. All right, Albert? We'll post that on the website. Okay. So, Audrey's in the mix. Melanie's in the mix. And uh, let's see. Now, oh, Shirley in Hamilton is called back, so we don't want to lose uh, Shirley this time. Shirley in Hamilton, thanks for calling back. Are you there, Shirley? Hello, Shirley, are you there? Okay, we're not, uh, she's not getting, there we are. Shirley, are you there? Why? Yeah, oh, thanks for me? calling, I can't. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what do you see, Shirley? I see a yo-yo. Well, that's interesting. That, yeah, that's very interesting. That's amazing. I would say that's a pretty darn good hit. It's yes. not a yo-yo, but that's a pretty good hit. Yeah, and you'll see oh, yeah. why it's close when we when we post this picture. No. Uh, no. Okay, I think, you know what, I think we're going to put uh, Shirley into the draw as well. Absolutely. Okay, so um, we've got uh, three pretty good guesses there. So, And, and you can see that the, uh, with Shirley's uh, guess, when she sees it, uh, I would have never thought of that, but if you look at the shapes, uh, yes. Are, are we having any more calls to go yet? Uh, yeah, let's say hi to Bruce in Scarborough. Bruce, welcome to the Conspiracy Show. Thank you very much. Hi. So you've been participating in our experiment. I've been listening, and uh, I would, I'd would i like to guess a candle, a small candle. Hmm. I don't, nope. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that one's close, no? is it? No. No, no, no. My friend, you said you want to guess. That's the big mistake. What I want, I want to guess. <laughs> no, I, I, that's my terminology. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, then that's what you see in your mind. Let your mind go. It's not a. What did you say? It was a candle? It's not a candle or a, a round, candle. little round candle, sparkling around the outside edges. You know, something Christmassy. Uh, that's what I was picturing. Well, you know what? That's not too bad. You said it's round and it's kind of sparkly, and other people have seen this sparkly. I'm going to say that that's a pretty. That's like 50-60% would you okay. say, Richard? Sure, yeah, because right. it, it, depending on the shape of the candle you're seeing, I mean, I think... Well, I've seen the round holder mostly. Right. The candle in it, you see. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. I think we can put uh, we can put Bruce uh, on hold, and, and Faz, if you take all of his, um, his uh, information. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me just to do the draw here, and then yeah, we can announce right the winner? There. What we're trying to do is... Um, uh, uh, we're trying to give keep the highest uh, integrity possible. That's why I took the picture and sent it to you ahead of time so that you can confirm it on air. And even to do the draw for one of the people, that would be great. We just need to to know. And there are sales for my book, too. If, you, if, you, if other people are out there listening and they haven't uh, got a chance to call in, go to my website, douglasjamescottrell.com, and there are uh, some extended Black Friday prices on several of the books. 
but yes, uh, please do it. You you let me know. Uh, send me the, whoever the producer is to has the information. I'll have. Okay, uh, I'll tell you what our, we're going to do. I'm going to get relations sent it out. I'm okay. going to get Albert to write these names down. Albert, write these down. Write them down right now, please. Take your pen and paper. Audrey, in New York. Bruce. I think we should put Albert's name in there too. <laughs> Metallic and circular. They, they go with metallic and circular. Okay. My other AL, well, I always like that. Albert is an employee <laughs> of the program, so he doesn't I'm qualify exactly. for the prizes. But okay, okay, okay. But, Audrey, but, New York. But, Bruce okay. in Scarborough. Shirley in Hamilton. Melanie in Toronto. Okay, Audrey, New York. Bruce Scarborough. Shirley Hamilton. Melanie in Toronto. And then rip those up into a tiny, into three, four oh, pieces okay. of paper, and then we'll do the draw, draw after from the a hat? We'll, okay. yeah after the break. Okay. All right, so now we're going to do the reveal here, and okay, you have I'll sent me the picture. Do you want to describe just, what it is? Just before that, I had a text. I had a text message from my friend Raul, who's on his way from Texas to California. They're somewhere in between right now. This is what he said to me: Keychain. Uh, Wife says Christmas ornament. So they're having this conversation. Wow. So I said, yes, you gave me some souvenirs when I was in Texas last. It is a keychain. And he texts back, don't mess with Texas. So <laughs> it, it is a keychain. Uh, you can see some of the, the lines, the confusion there. It has uh, several colors, but it has uh, a picture, uh, the, the name Texas in the upper 11 o'clock area of this round disc. It looks like a hockey puck. Well, it looks like a bottle uh, cap, actually. You're, you're right, and that was where you were seeing these little extended things around the side, uh, and Albert was seeing the metallic round disc. It's actually perfect, but the rope, there, uh, there's a, uh, a cowboy roping a steer is the picture on uh, or, or, yeah, the picture on the face of this thing, and people were picking up colors, and they were, it was a little confusing, but uh, this was an object that fit in the palm of my hand, and uh, for those people who didn't get a chance to call and they're just slapping themselves on the knee now saying, I knew it, um, congratulations. And for those people who did call in, uh, when they see the picture, they're going to be able to say, yes, it is flat, it is round, it is metallic, it is shiny. When the light was on, I didn't take a picture with on. This is an, another amazing experiment on your show, Richard. Well, uh, and we want to congratulate Audrey. Uh, in New York City, and we're going to send her out a copy of uh, uh, New Earth. Are you going to autograph that for Audrey? I absolutely will. I'm just going to make uh, uh, Audrey's name here. I'll make a little note of it. I'll send it in New York. All right, and I will send you the, her email address, and we'll get the uh, the contact uh, information out okay, to you. This is uh, called The Prophetic View of, the, of Our Future, The New Earth by Douglas James Cottrell, PhD. Well, all right, well, and, speaking uh, of prophetic views, when we come back... We'll get into some predictions for 2019. I know Albert has some, and I have some, but we definitely want to hear from the man with X-ray eyes, Canada's Edgar Casey, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, with his predictions for 2019 coming up next on The Conspiracy Show.